Welcome back to the Rebels Rewatch. First up, the Forgotten Droid. We're inching ever closer and closer to the finale of season two. And we mean inching. Yeah, but um, the beauty of getting closer and closer uh, to the finale is you get great episodes like this one. You do. This is this is a surprisingly good episode. I, yeah. I don't mean to say like every other episode in this season's crap, but like. It's a really good episode. Yeah, it's it's um, the simple ones that sometimes get you. Um, now, um, yeah. out of the two, do you have a preference? This one. This one? Yeah, I was just I was gonna say the same. Uh, it's the second one is good. It's good in a different way. Sure. Like you get a lot of just fun times with weird animals, and I do love that. Yeah, it's it's very much um, that. It's like scary spider episode it like it, yeah, it's it a had, freaks the movie right it has its one thing to do whereas this one has some very fresh things to it yeah and you know i'm a, I'm a simple woman mm-hmm. i like two things in this life in in this star wars it's either maul or droids mm-hmm. yeah he, he's half droid so oh there you there go you he's go. he's great um he's the best but this episode is very droid driven oh yes I mean, it's called the Forgotten Droid. Um, right. Yeah. So, uh, and much has been the the way of things lately for the rebels is the setup is they need something, or they're yeah. they're in the middle of something like so. Here they need fuel. Now they have their base, which is really cool and all nice and fancy, uh, but now they need fuel. Um, so it, I mean, I don't want to make it sound like it's a tired thing. I get that they're. This is the reality of the rebels is they're constantly moving from thing to thing to be able to make it and to be able to um, stand against the empire and everything. Yeah, they're just trying to survive at this point until they can get to a point where they have a home. Exactly. So um, they land on a depot to be able to get that and they leave Chopper in charge of the ghost, which number one, bad idea. Very bad idea. Number two, why? Because he leaves. (laughs) Um, if he doesn't actually just make trouble, he goes and finds it. Exactly. Um, and as soon as they get off, he notices, uh, it, it's like, uh, it's like this little, um, flea market place. Yeah. And he spots, uh, a leg, um, and not just any leg, but the exact leg he needs, because I don't know if anybody's noticed, but he's got two, um, wrong legs. Yeah, he is mismatched. Yeah. Um, and so, and it's part of his appeal, but of yeah. course, you know, he... If he had the option, he wants to be complete the right way. And so he's obsessed with getting the leg. But, of course, no, we're uh, on important mission. Yeah. So Chopper takes it upon himself. Yes. And it's it's just such a Chopper thing. Because, mm-hmm. like, he looks over, sees the leg, tries to get Hera's attention to be like, Hera, Hera, leg. Right. Leg, Hera. Which, after having just had an episode that's very to Hera's roots um, that reinforces um, the history between these two characters, you know, and everything. Like, her not... She should know. Yeah, like, come on. That should be a big deal to you too, Mom. Mm -hmm. But uh, then we wouldn't have an interesting episode. Yeah, it's like when my mom... When I was very young, my mother learned very quickly, don't leave Megan alone. Like, that's just something you don't do in the house. I mean, I grew out of it, obviously. Now it's you who don't leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I leave you alone a lot. Um, yeah. And we, with our weird schedules, one of us is sometimes home without the other. It's, Ain't it's, nobody it's a, babysitting me. I'm a latchkey kid. There you go. 
So, um, yeah, so he approaches, and of course, it's owned by a drunk dude, uh, junk dealer, sorry. Uh, I'm the drunk drunk. one. He's an ugnaught. Uh, yeah, he's an ugnaught, because no one else can deal in junk than an ugnaught and everything. Uh, and uh, Chopper tries to make a deal with him, but, uh, which first of all, I mean, good for him for being an equal opportunity and talking to the droid. Like, I mean... Who, who else is going to need the parts more than a droid? Mm-hmm. So if you're going to make any money. And as always with Chopper, there's always a very funny arm moment where the Ugnaught's like, you got money, don't you? And he just goes, no, where did I put the Right. He's... <laughs> Where's my wallet? I love it. Right. Um, so, of course, obviously, no, he does not. Uh, number no, one, the rebels, rebels, rebels are rich, first of all. And second of all, yeah, he's it's a droid. He ain't got no money. Um, so what do you do when you have no money and you, you just really want something? You steal it. Yeah, steal it, because stormtroopers are coming. Yeah, so he steals the leg, and um, obviously this is an Imperial-controlled area. So the Ugnaught calls for help, and it turns out to be the Imperial. Well, and then, so it turns out when trying to escape them, he ducks away in what seems like a closet. Uh, but it turns out it's... Uh, an entry entryway, a hatch to a ship that, in comedic cartoon fashion, is just now ready to take off. Of course. And just like parents going to McDonald's and realizing that they left their youngest child, Hera and the gang just go <laughs> when they come back. Like, they don't even say, oh, where's Chopper? Oh, yeah. They just take yeah, off. Yeah, they kind of they just... Well, I mean, I guess there's a figure. Well, because they have their own trouble, I think. Yeah. Too. Like, they're like, no, we've, we've got to, you know, no, no telling what he's up to. Yeah, and here's the thing. As someone who comes from a big family, this absolutely happens constantly. Right. <laughs> there was one time where my mom, now, be, granted, there's only four of us. Mm-hmm. She left my brother Josh at the church. Mm-hmm. Which was across the street from where we lived, mm-hmm. but still, she locked him in and everything. <laughs> mm-hmm. But it was just very funny because Josh is the middle child. Mm-hmm. It's just it's funny because it he tells that story constantly. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he's on an imperial ship. Uh, it's actually an imperial uh, equivalent of a storage container ship. Yes, basically, it's just a bunch of stuff, um, and. On, on board, we meet uh, our new best friend, our new our great new character. We meet AP5, who is an inventory droid. His, his whole thing is managing the inventory. Mm-hmm. Um, and But he's also just very... Uh, which he says he, for the Republic, um, did, like, calculations yeah. and all that stuff. Which makes sense. So with that in mind, he's also kind of like... He's talking to the captain about, hey, you know, because of this, we're like this percentage that and mm-hmm. lingo and whatnot. They're trying to make him just to be like, clearly he's overthinking, he's calculatory, he's nerdy, like he's an uptight example of yeah. stereotypical droid. And if you've watched this before and did not get the reference, uh, well, AP5. it's not quite a it's reference. A, it's... I think it's an inspiration. Oh, it's directly inspired by Alan Rickman. Mm-hmm. I think you just, because he's a robot, associate him with the droid from Whatcha Doodle. Yes, my favorite uh, book the, series, Whatcha Doodle. The, the, the fish one. I remember the fish, right? 
Thank you for all the fish. So long and thanks for all the fish. Yes. Yeah. My favorite book series, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. There you go. There is an android named Martin who mm-hmm. is voiced by Alan Rickman. Exactly. In the movie. Yeah. In the books, it's so much worse. <laughs> it's so great, See, though. I don't think, like, I think mannerism and dialogue-wise, I don't think he's that inspired. I think it's just the Alan Rickman impression that really I ties think so. it. Because it's such a good impression. Yeah, so... And some of the things that he says. And, you know, the position that he's been put into. Mm-hmm. Now, if I remember correctly, I believe this is voiced by Stephen Stanton, who is famous for the Clone Wars voice of Moff Tarkin mm. uh, in the Clone Wars and everything. So, uh, Makes sense. I believe so. I, like, He's a very talented dude. Um, he's very cool, too. But um, anyway, so AP5, very... Um, everything has to be just so it's supposed to be that way because it's supposed to be that way, kind of. So when a door's open, he's like, hey, what the heck, dog? Uh, because it turns out that that's where uh, Chopper's hiding, so that's how he runs into Chopper. And he's not instantly like, oh, I gotta report this stowaway. Like, he, he thinks about it for sure, but like, he doesn't quite mm-hmm. rush to it. Um, if anything, he's almost like, intrigued by chopper because he kind of like follows him around um and and kind of just tells him all the ways that he's wrong or shouldn't do that or shouldn't you know it's just very it's it's less like imperial response it's more droid to droid response and he we also get a little bit of chopper's backstory here Mm -hmm. like we we get the story of how hera found him because he was he was the astromech of a y-wing Mm-hmm. That got shot down, and Hera found him and rescued him. Right. Yeah, and um, shot down during the Clone Wars. And yeah, so right. He's a veteran. He is. He's um, a good boy. <laughs> um, the least he could do is have a good leg, and that was his perspective on things. So um, he and AP5 kind of go around um, on a little bit of an adventure, and AP5 also explains, like, um, he was put onto navigation and inventory after the war, Um and, but his imperial supervisors are, don't respect him. Like, and that's the difference is you have here a chopper, a droid, who's very independent but likes his his human, and then you've got AP5 who is very dependent mm-hmm. but doesn't like his human. It's an interesting thing. Yeah. Chopper's technically free. He's his own droid, but he chooses to stay with Hera because it's Hera. Exactly. Whereas AP5 is kind of under thumb. He's not necessarily wanting to overthrow because he's a good good boy droid. He follows protocol. But he's definitely just like, eh, man, humans kind of suck. <laughs> uh, there's there's yeah. no such thing as humans that like you and are good to you and all this other stuff. Yeah, and Chopper does him a solid of taking off his restraining bolt, which was a great scene. Because, like, he's go- he takes out his zap zap. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you think that he's about to, like, stun him or something. But mm-hmm. no, he takes off his restraining bolt. Yeah, because it's this idea of, like, you can be free too. Like, yeah. you're, you're not going to get it until you're free. Um, and just at that point is when the captain, which by this point, um, I think Chopper's already jettisoned the crew, I believe. Yeah. Like, basically he gets, um, them to gather in an area and then just, just gets them out the way. Yeah. Um, pretty sure that's murder. I mean, could be. I mean, I could be wrong. I don't, he may not have completely jettisoned them, but I, I seem to remember that being the case. Um, but, so then the captain shows up, which I think is the only human left. 
um, and starts wrestling with Chopper because he finds the stowaway and he's just all, where's your restraining bolt? And like, he's and just, oh my gosh. It's easy to forget in this episode that Chopper the entire time is carrying around this leg. Yes, he is actually. Um, and so he zaps the captain to get him out the way um, and then ends up reaching the bridge to be able to call for uh, his crew. Oh no, uh, there's more stormtroopers, so he isn't the last. Okay. He doesn't just in the crew yet. Gotcha. Um, so Chopper's whole thing is to be able to get to the bridge, to be able to contact his crew. Uh, so what ends up happening is, so the reason they went for the fuel is because they need, needed to be able to make it to their selected home base. Mm-hmm. Um, and Chopper mentions this, and that's when AP5, so here we get to the, the plot. We've had a fun episode, but now plot. Um, he mentions this to AP5, and AP5's like, no, that's a bad planet. You don't want to yeah. go there. The Empire just went there. And so it's not just Chopper rushing to be able to go and call for help and say, hey, I'm over here. Why'd you leave me? But also to say, hey, don't go there. You're going to die. Yeah. Um, Do you remember the planet that they said they were going to? Uh, did I, did I, no, they just say the Yost system. Okay. And also um, Ketsu is there. Yes. <laughs> yeah, because you, you're really starting to get the band together. Because, again, like they're moving into their new house. So feasibly, this is meant to be a great thing, mm-hmm. but if Chopper hadn't got on his, his side mission and met his Imperial buddy, then he wouldn't have gotten the information that feasibly saved the majority of the Rebellion. Yeah. So, Chopper saved the day, technically. As always. Um, of course, the captain's not down and out from the initial thing and comes back, but AP5 and Chopper work together, and uh, AP5, well, so while Chopper's fighting the captain, AP5's talking to Hera, and she's like, who in the heck are you? And he's like, Chopper... Uh, Chopper's friend or something like that and is just like this is where AP5 has his moment he mm-hmm. he decides no I'm gonna save people because humans suck but clearly not these humans yeah um, so I'm gonna any any friend of Chopper's a friend of mine oh absolutely and the entire time Chopper's fighting the captain with his leg <laughs> he's just swinging it around like a weapon it's just so great it's fantastic and then we get sad boy moment yeah AP5 gets shot um and is gone forever. Yeah, except until the transition. Yeah. Because uh, obviously, with that with that all done, the rebel re-diverted uh, away from the Yost system. Um, the ghost crew comes to pick up Chopper and his new buddy, and Chopper uses the parts from his spare leg to save AP5. Yeah. And in wonderful discount C-3PO R2 uh, fashion, he yeah. says that that was stupid and he shouldn't have done that. <laughs> Like, why would you do that? Why would you give up an opportunity to have a complete leg for me and all this other stuff? Yeah. Um, I knew you had a malfunctioning logic circuit. Yeah, because, of, cor- of course, they can't be just, like, instantly buddies and, and all this other stuff. But it's it's a great relationship. I love AP5. Uh, he's such an interesting character. I love the impression of Alan Rickman. I think it's great. It's a great impression. Um, and, and also R.I.P. Alan Rickman. Yeah. I mean, it hit, yeah, it hits different now. Um, that was, like, a stunning celebrity death. Oh yeah, it's and it's really crazy that he has such a legacy like this in Star Wars. I oh, mean, absolutely. he has he has a reference in Star Wars through this character. Um, he's really cool. He's the, far-reaching. Yeah, he's on the list of characters that kind of appear in Star Wars as well as Harry Potter. I guess so. I guess so. If you squint <laughs> at it and turn your head and close, yeah, your it kind of looks like Snape. Sure, kind of looks like Snape. Um, so I think a, a fun one, like you said, any any episode with droid focus is always going to be good and everything, yeah. but. I love the new introduction of AP5. He's one of my favorite little dudes. Um, I, I, I'm glad that he's recruited and part of the crew now. Um, 
because again, he's just a fun character. He's a lot of fun. Next up, the mystery of Chopper Base. Da 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 da! They moved into home base. <laughs> there it is. Uh, they've arrived at the planet that they've decided to make their base on. The name of the planet is Key. Key. I, <laughs> I'm looking for the name now and I can't find it. But uh, it opens with some really good Jedi training between um, Kanan and Ezra. As always, any moments between them is fantastic. Yeah, so um, if you remember from last week, we talked about the Shroud of Darkness episode where they take the visit to the Jedi Temple, and that's where Yoda tells Ezra and essentially the rest of them, hey, go to Malachor. Yeah. Go, go there for answers and everything. Uh, and that comes on the heels of Kanan having this crisis of faith of like, I can't stay with everybody if we're going to put them in danger. Because the thing yeah. is, the Inquisitor's mission is not rebels. It's Jedi. The problem is, everywhere the Inquisitors are is also where the Empire is, which means that they're making trouble for their rebel friends. So the, the reason they're training, and they're training hard, and, and Kanan's so serious in these moments, is because they have decided that they are going to go, they're going to mm-hmm. split. Um, they're going to leave the Ghost Crew and Rebels for now, to be able to face whatever is on Malachor or get whatever they need to be able to take down the Inquisitors because Kanan's just tired of running and he's also tired of putting his friends in danger. Mm-hmm. And so Kanan's in serious Jedi mode in this one. And that's what the setup is, is now that they have a base and they're secure, he can more comfortably decide to leave them for a time to be able to take care of this other Jedi business and everything. Yeah, um, I think that... Part of the plot leads to a lot of good conversations between characters. Like, yeah. Um, the conversation I'm specifically thinking of the one between him and Hera, mm-hmm. of like her him essentially telling her, "Hey, <laughs> I know we're married and all, but I gotta go." Right. <laughs> like. Well, and she knows, but it's it's more so of confronting that and acknowledging that you know because he does he doesn't quite see even though she supports him. He doesn't quite see why it's tough. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I mean, I get that. I mean, because Hera obviously would have just said, okay, if you, you would do what you need to do, I understand. But obviously she doesn't mean it because she doesn't want that. Because yeah. there is always the danger he could not come back. It's one of those things. If, like, you came to me and you were like, hey, um, I'm going to take Boba and we're going to go to Kansas. <laughs> well, I mean, it, it's not just for willy-nillies. It's, it's serious. It's It's for important purposes but mm-hmm. again that's what's the problem with it is it's it's important and it's dangerous and it's the right thing to do but it's also the tough thing it's just you know i mean it's it's a tough thing to approach and everything and, mm-hmm. and i just like the moral uh fork in the road of that of them even considering hey we have to leave for a bit to take care of this Mm-hmm. Uh, because they, they clearly draw a line between what is Jedi business and what's rebel business. And I think that's just an interesting uh, division to keep, because to a point it lines up, but yeah. at some point it, they're independent of each other as well. And that's arguably the first time we're really exploring that, because mm-hmm. the only other Jedi rebel we know of is Luke, and he's pretty squarely a rebel for the right. entire time. We yeah, he, he's a rebel until... Um, episode five, really, because I, I mean, after the whole thing of realizing who his father is, then he, I think he really gets serious about being a Jedi. Yeah. 
But up until that, he's a rebel with a lightsaber. A rebel with the cause. Mm-hmm. And so, um, yeah, they're setting up on this planet, and um, one of the things they're doing is they're setting up these, like, communi- communication relays or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's when someone is setting up one that they get attacked by a giant spider. Yes. And that kind of sets up what's going to be the plot of this thing. Um, not quite Geonosis worm levels of attempting to be spooky. It's called a Krikna spider. Uh, but they really, they, they're definitely trying. They're trying to get a little bit of that, ooh, creepy. Ooh. Wait, I have an effect for that. It's a Krikna spider. And also a very cute little crustacean. Oh, yeah. Those they, are they witnessed the murder. Um, yeah. And so uh, basically Kanan and Hera have their moment because he's like, hey, yeah, as soon as Ahsoka gets here, we're going to head out to Malachor and mm-hmm. take care of business. Um, and, you know, and again, I get, uh, like you said, it's the, one of the first times we're really getting into this that, you know, sometimes even in agreement and even in solidarity, our paths differ to mm-hmm. a point. And sometimes I have to do stuff that I can't bring you with me on. Like, yeah. you know, because that's essentially what's going on. I mean, it's like, it's basically, hey, we Jedi have to go do Jedi stuff. And this is the interesting thing because this, this never would have been a problem for Jedi Kanan. Yeah. This is only a, a, a problem for him as he is now and the way his life is now. But arguably the only reason he's doing it is because of the way his life is now. So there's room to say, well, he wouldn't have to do this if it weren't for attachments, but mm-hmm. he probably wouldn't do it if it weren't for the attachments. So. And also we get the rare thing of a supportive relationship with that kind mm-hmm. of situation oh yeah like usually it's a, i have to leave i have to go and do my yeah own thing. i can't i can't tell you i i've gotta I, but i've gotta go well i mean even luke kind of does it in terms of yeah. i've gotta i've gotta go face vader he's my father and like all this other stuff it's just like yeah okay but okay so take some rebels with you i mean it might not do that much good but you know maybe they distract him while you just give a good thwack and, <laughs> you know war is over but anyway so um but then the uh, spiders come back uh, and start attacking the rebels. Um, and this is where they start to realize that maybe their home base isn't as great as they think it is because people are dying. Um, yeah. You know, it's like moving into the woods and then being like, man, what what's all these bears doing here? Uh, man, the bears are like, Whoa. somebody should really burn down these trees, you know, get rid of all these bears and everything. It's like... And what a convenient time for a gender review. Yeah. It's a boy bear. Um, very relevant. So, Thank you. No, but, uh, like, it's such a hard thing. Like, Hera's just like, no, we've got to fix this because we are not moving. Like, we just got all this stuff yeah. unloaded. We are not moving again. It's the perfect, like, white people in a haunted house movie. Thing. It's like, <laughs> right. it's our home. we got to go after it. We have to. And so they head down into the caves to figure out the whole thing with the spiders. And Ezra even tries connecting with them, and it doesn't quite yeah. work. And he so, is straight up spooked. I think I think it's something interesting. I don't know if they just can't be, or maybe he just couldn't in that moment. Yeah. Um, just because he can connect with some doesn't mean he can connect with everybody. But I like again. I get they're attempting some spooky vibes because there's the whole thing of like when you um, like Rex and a couple of others like they're trapped with the spiders and like they're trying to have to like sneak him out while out and, and not wake up the spiders mm-hmm. and they're they're going for some spooky things. Um, but I don't know. I don't know what it is. It doesn't really hit. I guess maybe it's just because spiders aren't spooky to me. Yeah. Um, or maybe it's just the short-termness of it. But 
luckily the episode moves along pretty quickly. Um, and at one point they finally realize, okay, they're pretty unstoppable. Like the blasters don't even work. The only mm -hmm. thing that really seems to work is lightsabers and cutting them up and all that stuff yeah. or blowing them up. And as with every Zelda boss, weakness, eyes. Uh, pretty much, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, but they find out once they get back to the surface that they don't like the communication array things they're setting up. Uh, they stay away from them. So that almost creates this, like, force field that repels them. So the whole idea is then they escape, and they don't have to leave because if they just use the communications arrays, then basically they've got their pest control taken care of. Yeah. And that's essentially all they do. They don't really solve the problem so much as they just... They tame it. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. But you got to figure also, it's a good natural defense because if the Empire ever shows up, they're going to have to deal with the spiders. Exactly. And also, you know, it's one of those situations where, like, if there's bears in the woods, just don't go in the woods. Mm -hmm. Honestly, that's the best way to avoid bears. True. That's why I don't go outside. Could be bears. Um, so... Uh, as as he said earlier, uh, Ahsoka shows up, so it's time for them to go out and head on to their Jedi business. And you know, it it's treated very seriously. It's mm -hmm. it's a very like, uh, you better come back. Like it's a it's a it's a important thing that's happening. It's not treated as just a, oh go have fun on your mission, honey. I packed you some celery in your snack pack and everything. Like yeah, they they don't know what's about to happen. They yeah. don't even know exactly the entirety of where they're going. They just know it's Malachor and it's related to the Sith. So mm -hmm. it's, that's got a lot packed in that. Yeah, they don't know what they're going to find in there. Um, but, uh, you know, again, with the severity of what's going on and everything, they they need to take this step. Yeah. Um, and I don't think this is a step away from the rebels or away from their little rebel family. Again, I think that the reason for this, they're, they're doing this because of their family. They're doing this out of affection and protection for them. Yeah. Um, and as we know, for anyone that's seen it, we, we know what goes down. Mm -hmm. uh, and it is big, big news. Big and, and news. It's huge. And um, we're finally, yeah. next week, going to be talking about the epic finale of season two of Rebels. And that's, I oh only boy. cried for 20 minutes. <laughs> Um, so, uh, we're on, well on our way to being fun, uh, finished with, uh, season two, so that's exciting, but you'll have to, uh, definitely tune in next week for that. So hopefully you'll tune in and check out, uh, the season two finale with us next week. Uh, no telling how long that's going to be. Sometimes our Rebels episodes are short, sometimes they're long, um, usually under an hour, but we might hit an hour next week, who knows? But, uh, if you know what we're talking about, then you're probably as excited as we are. Um, because it proves to be uh, big stuff. I mean, everything from returning faces to showdowns to epic feels of, you know, just gargantuan proportions. My, I'm tired and my brain's moving slowly, but the words are there, I promise. Yeah. Um, but nonetheless, thank you guys so much for uh, checking out this episode and uh, checking out anything we do. We always appreciate that there's anybody listening. Um, and for those of you that really enjoy these, that keeps us going, we enjoy these. We enjoy sh the, the show. Rebels is amazing. So um, we always enjoy talking about it as well. Thank you to our patrons, Jim, Doug, Rebecca. You guys are awesome. Thank you for supporting us. Um, thank you to everybody that listens, uh, shares, puts up with the ads, all that good stuff. Um, be sure to check out red5network.com for more Star Wars and 
Geekly Podcasts, um, also Game Infinite on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, game news, game cosplay, game art, all that good stuff. Um, lots of cool stuff to check out there, um, including some Star Wars stuff. Yeah. So lots of cool things to stay connected with and uh, to keep your feeds positive and fun and cool. Um, but we will be back very soon. We will be back next week. We've got um, a new main show uh, starting a new topic. We're done with Reb, uh, done with Mando now, so we're moving on, moving on up. Um, and then we start a new Nerdiverse series with yeah. Herd Mom, um, and then we've got Rebels. So exciting week ahead. So um, subscribe and stay tuned for all of that goodness. And until next time, may the Force be with you. Big. Is she gonna do it? Biglet. Biglet. Ha, 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 ha.